0: I Ladies and gentlemen, to Season 2 of Waifus and Weeboos, an anime podcast. My name is Nick, and thank you for tuning in to Episode 1, Season 2 of uh, Waifus and Weeboos. So, not the way I wanted to start off this season in terms of uh, uneventful news, but, however, in terms of hilarious, awesome, and... Heart tugging anime, like the spring season is starting off pretty strongly. Um, but what I want to start off with is um, what's going on in um, I guess it's TBS Studios because TBS Studios in Japan uh pushed back uh, delayed uh, No Guns Life season two. Um, they I don't think they gave that any uh, release yet. Um, but today's the uh, the 7th of April. And uh, I woke up this morning and found out they actually um, they delayed my team remaining comedy snafu climax. Um, I guess it's three days, two days, two days, three days before it aired. Um, they decided to push it back. Um, it's, it's delayed. Uh, so I'm understanding why they did it because. The Uh, if for people who don't know japan is like going into like japan is just as bad as the united states right now in terms of COVID 19 um i really don't want to stay too much on this topic because this is supposed to be a fun and energetic podcast um but uh I, i just want to let you all know that uh the situation in japan is not good so um especially in tokyo like they got tokyo like shut down which is insane to think about since tokyo's metropolis. But uh so I was already a little bit pissed off that they re, that they delayed re-zero thanks to COVID nineteen and now they uh and now they uh delayed my team romantic, romantic comedy snafu um as well. Uh if if I mean I'm 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 hoping I'm and I'm praying that uh it gets pushed back the summer of twenty twenty. Uh same thing that happened to Zero, Um but honestly, the way things are going right now with COVID nineteen and uh, just everything going on in the world, I don't think it's going to be coming out until possibly fall. This is just my prediction. Um, I think it comes. I think it gets released uh, in the fall of twenty twenty. Uh, that's just my personal prediction. But uh, I'm very heartbroken that uh, that uh, we're gonna have to wait a little bit longer for my team manic comedy snafu climax. Um, but the health of other human beings, and people who produce and make and create these awesome shows that we can watch during our time of crisis, in quotation marks, um, that's important. And it's important that uh, like everybody stays like very very healthy. Like just do whatever you can to not spread this uh, virus any further than it already is. Uh, I've read in some forum sites that it might only be pushed back two weeks, so uh, let's hope for that, considering it's like a two-week quarantine. Uh, so let's hope for that, and then we will uh, we'll, we'll we'll watch it eventually, and uh, we'll still be anticipating it, and it'll be uh, fucking awesome. So that's my little take on my teen romantic comedy snafu climax. Oh, oh, oh. and the uh the first show of the Waifu's and WeBoost Podcast, um, that we're gonna be talking about is a little show called Kakushigoto. Um, so a little bit about Kakushigoto, um, or hidden things, is, uh, it actually takes place, uh, like, back in time. Not, like, too back in time, but, uh, our main characters are, um, are Kakushi and Hime, and Kakushi is actually Hime's father. Uh, but what Kakushi does for a living is that he writes um it's a pretty vulgar manga um it's kind of about like ball like i i, I ha- i'd have to it, i watched it last week i'd have to go back well episode two comes out tomorrow on wednesdays um but I, I i think it felt i think it dealt with like hockey at times but like there was a lot of like testicles being shown in the book but like they were blacked out so like you don't see testicles in the show um but they were pretty blacked out. So it's basically the story about uh Guto who uh tries to hide the fact that he's a uh manga artist from his daughter Hime. Um and there's like a lot of stuff that goes on like throughout the episode that like uh it's very tough for him to to hide um what he is uh in terms of being a, a manga artist. But um so there's basically two our main characters. Uh Kakushi is a manga artist. And he may—I I guess she's elementary school age. Um, I guess she's eight years old because it, I think it takes place like ten years ago. Um, in the beginning, she's an eighteen-year-old, and uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, I want to talk about the art and animation. Um, the studio is I, Ajia Doe, A J I A Dash Do, A-J-I-A-Do, and um, they did *Ascendance of a Bookworm*. Really, the only anime that I know that they did. A lot of the other stuff I felt like is like under the radar. Um, stuff that I don't really know um, the animation is, is, is kind of unique um, I'm, I'm not too crazy about it but I do like it it's not awful uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit about Bakemonogatari and it kind of reminds me a little bit of Eccentric Family um, and funny we mentioned Eccentric Family because uh, the original creator Koji Kumita um, actually did Eccentric Family as well and he also did, uh, Joshiroku. Uh, if you don't know anything about Joshi Roku, I would highly go, uh, I would suggest watching that anime. I have it on my, uh, to watch list, but from what I hear about it, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, so that's still a show I have to check out as well. Um, and the director, it was Yuta Murano, and he actually directed, uh, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Um, I know, like, that was, like, a little bit, like, ecchi fanservice-y, but, like, um, I thought it was pretty well directed and, and, and a pretty good show, uh, overall um in regards to the music the opening was pretty laid back um very very good nothing like too spectacular um the ending though like uh it felt like christmas um i do like like ha, like it had like bells in the beginning and like i don't know like I, I like i felt like um i felt like mariah carey was gonna come out and like belt a tune but like it was very Christmassy. um and then it gets like real flat like the, like the actual like animation and everything. It gets like real flashy and it's like super nice to watch. Um if if I had to pick, like I kind of like the ending a little bit more than the opening, but both are both are very very good. <clears throat> so um so back to back to what happens at the beginning of the show. Uh the show opens up and you have an 18-year-old Hime who unlocks a door um to this building thanks to a key that her father gave her. Um, So this is kind of like a foreshadow. I, I like, I don't know anything that's going on in this, in this story, but it starts off like that. And like you as the watcher, like I found myself like five minutes into the show, like saying to myself, well, what the fuck is the father dead? Like what the fuck's happening? And then I rushed to like my computer to like find out. I was like, yo, is this fucking father dead? And like, I couldn't find anything. And then what I read on like some forum sites are <clears throat> is that like uh no, like like I like it's kind of a bad thing, but like don't like read too much into it. So I don't know, like I'm just gonna have to watch this and find out. Um unfortunately from also what I've read is that the anime is only gonna cover like six volumes of the manga, and I think there's twelve mangas, twelve volumes out right now, so I'm probably gonna have to read that. Um unless like from what I've seen in episode one, it keeps up. This will definitely get a season two. But uh, let's talk a little bit about... um, I'm sorry, I'm scratching my back. Very itchy right now. Um, Let's talk a little bit about... um, Gato. Um, And I do mention that, like... uh, Kakushi and Hime are like father and daughter. You as the Watcher do not know what happened to their mother. Um, It's it's assumed she's dead. um, But there's no, like... Like, there's no shrine set up for her. Like, there's nothing. Like, there's no... There's no... Like... There's no... Like... S- like... Uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no proof that she's dead. We don't know if they're divorced. Like, what's going on? So... um, As of right now, the mother is not in the picture. Um, But about Kakushi, he actually leaves his house, like, in a business suit with Hime. And since his... um since his, like, manga, like, building is in, like, the fancy part of town, where, like, there's really nothing there, like, the only bookstore, like, the bookstore there is, like, only, like, like, no manga, and, like, you know, like, adult book, like, not adult books, but, like, um, like, novels, you know, like that, like, Stephen King, stuff like that, um, no comics, no nothing like that, so it's not, like, it's not, like, anything crazy like that, or, you know, nerdy whatever so he goes um into this clothing store and like takes off his like business suit and puts on like his like lounging clothes because like he needs his lounging clothes to like draw his manga because that's what he needs to be comfortable and that's something i found out pretty cool because like people need to be in like their right frame of mind to like do what they love to do um and like the owner of the store is like well why don't uh, we should just call you Superman from now on like that part i found to like be pretty funny um and like this way, he, he does this so he made doesn't find out. Like, <clears throat> like it's a good way for a he may not to find out like who he is. But like, there's again, like there's so much shit that happens out through the show that like she's gonna find out eventually because people are like, you're that manga Arthur! You're that, you're that you're that you're that guy who did this, you're that guy who did that, and um, it's pretty funny. Um, in regards to the the, the manga he writes again, I have to go back. Like episode two comes out tomorrow, so I would have to re like watch it. Um. And see like what story he was writing, but like he kind of wants to write like a different story as well. And his editor is just like, nah, it's my job to keep you in line. That like you have to do what you're comfortable with. So like, why would a guy who draws like vulgar manga draw like a horror manga instead? So like that, like that, like that, sh- like that's shit. I found like pretty like interesting and funny because like yeah, an editor's job is like, no, like don't go out of your comfort zone. Like this sells this is what we want. Um, there's a lot of other like funny moments, like with the editor, uh, which I found fucking hilarious. He, um, gets this. He, oh my God. He brings like the t-shirt. Cause like, they're having like a raffle for like the, um, for, um, Kakushi's manga. And like, you can win this t-shirt and it's got like the character from his manga on it. Uh, and like, he doesn't want Hime to see it. So like, I like, I don't know. It's just fucking funny. It's real. It's, it's a real fucking funny show. Um, and then there's like there's like a lot of um oh, what's the word I'm like like they pay not pay homage but like they, manch- they mention they mentioned like um they mentioned like a tackle titan throughout the show like one piece he's like oh, he's like I just draw this manga I don't draw anything like one piece but he actually doesn't say one he doesn't say like one piece and like he doesn't say attack on Titan he says like attack on like Tribun or some shit like that. Um so like for those like little slide in parts like that shit I really like. Um Oh my god, especially when they go to Starbucks. They uh they go to like a Starbucks to like find like something happens and they end up at a Starbucks, like the, like uh like Hime and her friends, they go to a Starbucks and they're like, This is like this is the dark part of town. And she's like, I think this is just a star and they pull her away before she says Starbucks. I was fucking laughing so hard. Um But yeah, like I like I kind of wanted to wait a little bit before talking about this show, uh, because I wanna like I want to, like, get a little bit more development about it, but, like, I really enjoyed episode one to the point where I needed to talk about this show um, almost immediately. So, as of right now, um, this is going to be on my, like, plan to watch list. I plan on watching this every... I think it it airs every Wednesday, and I think it's on... I'm pretty sure it's on Crunchyroll. Um, Let me me double-check real quick. I don't think it's on Funimation. Yeah, it's on it's on Crunch So you can watch uh I think so. Let me let me double check actually. Kakushigoto. Um no it's a, a Kakushigoto is actually on Funimation. Um I couldn't find it on my my animalist didn't have um Funimation under the uh streaming portion of it but yeah you can find it on uh, funimation.com right now and again i highly recommend watching like the the cast is really good like rei takahashi's uh is he voice actress and she fucking like nails the part like perfectly so that's our little take on kaku shigoto to the next anime we will be talking about and that is the devil is a part-timer now the devil is a part-timer was actually uh a show requested that i talk about um from a good friend of mine um named okane sensei uh and okane sensei uh is is uh a teacher and um a lot of his students are really big in the anime and if okane sensei gets a plug on this podcast um hopefully his kids uh want to listen on a well and, and get some good anime but okane sensei wanted to um wanted to know a little bit about the devil as a part-timer because uh okane sensei and i were um discussing anime and he came across um devil's a part-timer i think either through netflix or one of the other streaming sites he's like yeah like what can you tell me about devil's a part-timer and i told him a little bit about it and he's like "Uh, i think you should make um i think you should talk about it in one of your episodes and i said okay so Okin sensei um this is the devil is a part-timer review so let's talk about the plot a little bit so um i'm not gonna get too much into the synopsis about it but uh Basically, um actually, no, I'll read the synopsis. So, striking fear into the hearts of mortals, the demon lord Satan begins to conquer the land of Ente Isla, or Ente Isle, with his vast demon armies. However, while embarking on this brutal quest to take over the continent, his efforts are foiled by the hero Amelia, forcing Satan to make his swift retreat through a dimensional portal only to land in the human world. Along with his loyal general Alciel... The demon finds himself stranded in modern-day Tokyo and vows to return and complete his subjugation of Ente Isla. That is, if they could find a way back. Powerless in a world without magic, Satan assumes the guise of a human named Sado Mao and begins working at at Mig Ronald's, a local fast food restaurant, to make meat's and. He soon realizes that his goal of conquering Enta Isla is just not enough as he grows determined to climb the corporate ladder and become the ruler of Earth, one satisfied customer at a time. Whether it's part-time work, household chores, or simply trying to pay the rent on time, The Devil as a Part-Timer presents an hilarious view of the most mundane aspects of everyday life, all through the eyes of a hapless demon lord. So that's a little synopsis. About the Devil's a part-timer. Uh, and basically, from the synopsis, you want to take it as, well, the Devil and his number one general got sent to Earth, and now they work at a MIG Ronalds. Um, yes, that's exactly what this anime is about. But there's more to it than that. so let's talk about the characters a little bit. Um, we talked about uh, Sado Mal, and he's the Demon King. Uh, right now, he's a part-time worker at MIG Ronalds. Um, he's got to work at McRonald's to, to make the rent. He lives in this like shitty household with, uh, with, uh, his number one general, Ashia. But, uh, Shiro Ashiya is like, like I said, like Sato like general and he does like all like the household work. And, um, like basically like keeps everything tidy as like Mal goes to work. Uh, we then have Emmy Yusa who's the hero technically of the show. Uh, and Emmy was the one that forced Mal into the human world and she goes to the human world um to basically go after Mao. but when she gets to the human world she's gotta you know work a job as well so she works in like a big like corporate office if i can remember correctly and then we have chiho sasaki um or sasaki chiho is actually um Mao's co-worker and i guess she would be considered his senpai but like i don't think he ever considers her his senpai throughout the show um but, like, she basically is, like, in love with him. Um, mainly because she thinks she's, like, so cool, whatever. Um, but, yeah, like, there's, like, the characters. Those are a couple of the main characters. Um A little bit about the art and animation. The studio is uh, White Fox. And White Fox is fucking amazing. Like, they haven't disappointed me yet with any of the anime. They've done uh, Re-Zero, Goblin Slayer, A Common Could Kill. Uh, we've talked multiple times about it. Um The director of the show... Um, not the Hosoda actually directed Shuffle. Um, Shuffle's fucking amazing. I fucking love Shuffle. It's probably the best harem anime I've ever watched. Uh, mainly because the ending was unpredictable. Um, compared to any other harem anime, um, Shuffle's ending was unpredictable. I did not see Shuffle's ending coming. Um, I thought our main character is going to end up with one character, and he ended up with a completely different character. So, um, if you haven't seen Shuffle, go out and watch fucking Shuffle. Shuffle is amazing. The music, um, you heard a little bit of it. You heard a little bit of the opening um, to start off this, this part. Um, I mean, with the animation, it's, it's honestly quite generic. Um, nothing too special about it. Uh, good, but, you know, um, they're, they're seen, like, running and jumping off buildings in the opening and, like, typical, like bullshit like stupid stuff that they do and like these anime openings so like it was pretty generic for the most part like nothing too special um the endings there are um four different endings and Nanoripe actually did the endings for um did three of the four endings the only one that they didn't um do is um episode two and that was sung by uh minami Kudabayashi, um, it was a good song, but the endings, again, like, they're kind of, I mean, Rips fucking amazing, like, they're great, um, and I like all their songs, but, like, like, animation-wise, like, it was nothing special, but the songs are fucking amazing. Um, so that's a little bit about the music. Um... Overall about the show, like it's just like a fun show. Like this fucking demon lord working at Mig Ronald's. Um, like he's gotta learn like how to salt fries the right way and like handle customers the right way. And then like he's gotta go home to his bullshit apartment, and like he's got like neighbors eventually he deals with, and like of course there's like fucking crazy shit that happens in the show too. Like like demons come to like the the human world and like fuck shit up and like he's gotta like go crazy. Um it's got great comedy I, I in regards to like fan service, I don't remember like too much fan service in there um like there's enough um but like fan service always like there's like I don't remember that much um not much romance really just like chiho like just loves mal um so that's good but like the action is fucking good um a lot of the like a lot of the side characters that show up eventually are like really funny like really good characters as well um it's a fun idea too like like a demon king working at a fucking rigged uh, mc ronald's dude like like i don't know i just like the idea of it like and it makes sense like just to pay rent dude like so like not even demon kings can get away with not paying rent in the real world um it's stupid at times, like, it is fucking stupid at times, but, like, stupid comedy is good comedy in my eyes, like, if you can fucking pull off stupid comedy, um, like, you're good, like, for instance, like, Princess Connect Redive, uh, that's airing this year, it's fucking stupid comedy, it reminds me of Konosuba. is Kona stupid comedy, too, but I fucking love Konosuba. Uh, Princess Connect is, like, um, stupid comedy as well, but, like, it's fucking funny as shit, so, like, stupid comedy gets me. Um, But yeah, like, fucking um, Demon King, Devil's a Part-Timer. It was a really fucking good anime. Um, Would I own it on Blu-ray? I actually do own it on Blu-ray. Funimation does great fucking work with their Blu-rays. Quality is spectacular. If you do watch shows dubbed... Um, they usually get good chaos for their show. Like they're not like penny pinchers. Um, I know Sentai doesn't really do dub shows, and when they do do dub shows, like their dub shows are not as good as I, I shouldn't say not as good. Like, um, they're they're average dub shows. I don't really watch dub shows, so I can't really make a point. But I know I, I know like a lot of the dub actors, um, a lot of the big name ones are with Funimation more than uh, Sentai Filmworks. Um, Aniflex gets a lot of um good voice actors and actresses as well. Um so it's a blu ray worthy absolutely. I think it's definitely shelf worthy anime. Um Overall score, I would give it a 7.9 out of 10 or a 79 out of 100. Fuck good show, good quality animation. Got to watch it, got to own it. And that ladies and gentlemen is the end of episode one, season two of Waifus and Weaboos. I want to thank you again for listening uh, to this podcast where we talked a little bit about uh, my team romantic comedy, Snafu Climax. We talked about Kakushi Goto, and we talked about a devil is a part-timer. Now, in the previous episodes, we've um, I've talked about what we're going to look forward to in the next episode. Um, however, I've come to realize that uh, my opinions on anime change day to day. Um, so, for instance, um, uh, like today I watched Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater, which was a cute girls show, a uh, cute girls doing cute things show based around girls fishing, and I thought it was fucking hilarious, but I didn't have enough time to get my ideas together and talk about it. Um, so my idea, my, my, my views on anime change day by day. And if I want to um, talk about a show that I've seen, or if I want to like, let it sue. I mean, like God, like uh, tower of God, I want to wait a little bit. Um, what's that other show called? Um, like sing a song for me. Uh, it basically started off like with our main character, uh, I forget, but, like, I think it's, like, sing a song. The girl with the the, the the girl has a crow, and, like, that was, like, the biggest, like, slice of life show I've watched so far. It was fucking amazing, and, like, that's a show I want to wait on um, to talk about as well. So, um, you might be thinking to yourself, well, Nick, well, how the fuck do we... How do we uh, find out what you're going to be talking about next week or next episode? Well, if you follow Facebook and Twitter, uh, Facebook being waifus and weaboos at waifus and weaboos and twitter being at waifus the letter n weaboos you can get all our information on there um for instance today i um today april 7th i tweeted out that um this episode would go up in a day or two and it's going up today so um and talked about like what we're going to talk about today so there you go um so stay tuned for the next episode of waifus and weeaboos and actually i'm on the site right now so give me one second um so it's yesterday wo utate um so like i watched episode one of that and i was like fucking set back so again follow us on twitter follow us on um follow us on uh facebook and i say us because i'm gonna get like a couple more guests in here a couple friends of mine uh to talk about some shows that are airing as well and uh some shows that uh we think, are shelf-worthy or should not be watched at all. So, yes. So again, um, and also, follow my Tumblr, NJ Otaku. I just recently posted um, my top 10 favorite males and females from the winter season on there, and I think I got a couple of good uh, good pictures going on as well. The, the abundance of waifus this season is fucking... Um it's gonna be fucking amazing. Um there was like there was really none in Kakushi Goto. I mean there is, but like I gotta let her grow on me a little bit more. Ami. Uh Ami's one of um Kakushi's like co-workers, while like per- like workers who work under him. And like um there's a lot of cute girls and devil's a part-timer as well. Um uh, but overall, like they're coming in hordes right now, dude. Like the waifus are coming in hordes. So, um, yeah, so we will get on it. Uh, Again, thank you for listening to Season 2, Episode 1 of Waifus and Weaboos. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.